0: How about a man, a, a man instead brooch instead of a bro brooch? Bro bro, bro bro. Bro, can I get a brooch, bro? bro?
1: Oh. Welcome back to the Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken.
0: And this is Jonathan.
1: And we're here. Yep. All right. I just got back from a trip to Hong Kong. And a trip to Boise for Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, and I was in Pennsylvania.
1: You sound so excited about your Pennsylvania trip.
0: It was Was super exciting. It was rainy. It was very rainy.
1: Yeah. It wasn't rainy in Hong Kong. It was beautiful. Yeah. The weather was gorgeous. Walked along the promenade to all of our appointments with the beautiful Hong Kong skyline in the background. The sun peeking through the clouds. A perfect, like, 72 degrees. We thought this week it would be fun to kind of recap my buying trip in Hong Kong, but also because it is the Christmas holiday season, and this is probably the time of year when the majority of jewelry is purchased. Yeah. To kind of go over, like, our little tips for buying. Tips for buying jewelry.
0: Right. Kind of what we do.
1: How we do it. What we look for.
0: Some tips for other people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, let's talk about Hong Kong. Okay. Day in the life of Hong Kong. What we do. So, we go over to Hong Kong mostly for opal buying. Why? Because they cut opal. Why? (laughs) Because they... Uh, actually opal was brought there in the 70s because they're really good at cutting jade right and so um,
0: so the opal is all from australia so mm -hmm. all the all the opal that we're buying is australian opal but the chinese do more opal cutting than anyone else and so that's why we go to china to buy australian opal
1: right well i think you have to I think India also does a lot of opal cutting, but it's mostly Ethiopian opal. Right. Where the Chinese do mostly Australian opal cutting. Uh, if We also buy from a lot of Australians. We have Australian friends that come to Hong Kong and we buy from them. Right. Just kind it's of meet in the middle. Yeah, easier than us going all the way to Sydney.
0: Or them coming all the way to Idaho.
1: Or them coming to Idaho. But the Chinese are the ones that calibrate it. Mostly Australians do a lot of free size, free shape.
0: Yeah, more bolder and some black, but mm-hmm. the light opal and especially opal doublet is all.
1: Yeah, all cut over there. So we we go around and we have a little list. We have a shopping list, like we're short on nine by seven pear shapes or ten by twelve ovals, and, and we have four different qualities that we look for. And when we go shopping, we bring a little grading sample, which really helps.
0: Because, because every light, yeah. the especially opal, but all color gemstones have a tendency to look a little bit different depending on where you are in the world and whose lights you're looking at. Mm-hmm. and
1: So take sapphire, for instance. When we're buying sapphire in Thailand, it... The, the color appears much lighter because you're closer to the equator and you have more sun than if we were buying it back home in Idaho.
0: Yeah, so we'll look at like royal blue sapphire, which is your very deep, rich blue sapphire. And
1: it'll look super lively in Thailand, and then we get it back to Pocatello and we're like... Why'd we buy this dark stone? <laughs> so, light plays a huge factor, and so that's why we bring our grading samples with us. Yeah. And it makes it super easy. We say we're looking for this quality, we pull out the little grading sample, and we just match as much as an opal can be matched. Right. I mean, with opal, we're looking for intensity, intensity of, color. of color and no um, cotton. No what cotton. is cotton? Cotton is an inclusion in the stone. Okay um and that looks like cotton
0: it does it looks like cotton but i thought you should clarify that there is an actual cotton, no, there inside, of cotton opals. inside
1: so the way you see this is the this is the part you we look for cotton inside each and every one of our stones and even on a three millimeter round calibrated opal which we had to buy hundreds of and we probably went through thousands of them i had to pick up each stone with tweezers and look at it under the light to see if I could find cotton.
0: Or you could have just put it on top of a white piece of paper so you'd yeah, have to lift single so one of them up.
1: I like the white paper after I look. I'm just double-checking. I'm making sure our customers have the best opal.
0: So on an average day in <laughs> Hong Kong, how many different offices do you think you go to? Oh,
1: it depends on how energized your dad is. <laughs> it's like if we get him a coffee in the afternoon, we could probably go until 10 p.m., but
0: so how many offices is that? How many different places? Eight. Probably eight different places. And you're going from what? Eight in the morning till eight to 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. And how many opals do you think you look at? A thousand, two thousand, ten 100, thousand? hundred thousand. hundred thousand different opals. Yeah. And how many, and what percentage do you think you actually buy of what you look at? One percent. One?
1: One, maybe ten. Dep- One It to depends ten. on the person we go see. The person because, and what kind of opal. Yeah, and what kind of opal.
0: Okay. yeah I just want people to kind of get an understanding of what we do
1: yeah so yeah I, mean, I do I do this
0: too I, yeah, I, I Jonathan want to clarify does I just run. want to, since you were on the last yeah. trip I was letting you take the lead here
1: Jonathan does get to go I'm, I'm trying to talk your dad into letting you and I do it alone next time
0: yeah you hear that dad <laughs> she's trying to kick you out already
1: no No, it, it's just uh we, we we've cut costs it's
0: you know? true we only need one hotel room, <laughs>
1: one hotel room. but uh so we the hard thing, too, with uh, going from place to place is that you're not, you're not working with the same gem from one appointment to the next. So our first day there, we spent probably four hours with one of our doublet cutters. Buying doublet, and then we went to calibrated light opal. So your eyes have to adjust, and you have to...
0: Right, because your buying technique is different for each of these different stones. Because,
1: obviously, doublet, I can't lift up and look for cotton in each stone. It's more of like a face-up thing. But with calibrated, you're constantly... The one thing, by the end of the third day... Your neck hurts so bad because you're just like hunched over hunched over a desk going like this with tweezers all day. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm hunching <laughs> over a desk.
0: Yeah, cuz we're all, we're all tall and they they all tend to be
1: they're all not tall.
0: Not tall. Yeah. And their chairs aren't the best and their tables are lower Low. and so it's almost like you need to bring your own stool or like bring up like a ball, like sure. one you of those medicine balls yeah. and you can blow it you up at the place, it. like, <laughs> and then be like, all right, this is the perfect height for when this you office. you could sit there
1: and you bounce. You could bounce the
0: whole, <laughs> the whole time. It'd be funny.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of what I was off doing in, in Hong Kong. And
0: I think, I think the other thing about us buying is, is that we buy in large lots. It's, it's a lot of lot buying. And so mm-hmm. we buy things from kind of a lower quality all the way up to a very top quality. And that makes us more important to the cutter because then he can move his whole stock to one customer rather than having to find a different customer for every stock. Mm-hmm. So that's something to to kind of think about too. Is when when you're buying, can you buy in huge in huge amounts, or you're just looking for one stone? It makes a big difference on costs. Yeah,
1: because I think uh, a cutter has to cost average, right? So if you go and you pick the nicest stone out of a parcel or a lot.
0: And that's all you buy. And that's
1: all you buy. Then you're going to get no discount because that's the nicest stone. And he still has to sell the lower quality stones.
0: Which is more difficult. The nicest is always the easiest to sell.
1: That it is. Oh, exciting things that we bought. That your dad and I bought. We bought, I don't know, like a lot of Boulder Opal. A lot of boulder opal. We haven't been able to find as much boulder opal the last, I would say, two years. Yeah. Um, our cutter kind of slowed down, but he's ramped back up, and he came from Australia. Two of them actually came from Australia and met us in Hong Kong, and oh, man, we probably spent on that first morning five hours buying boulders. Boulder. Well, sorry, that was the second morning buying boulders.
0: Yeah. How many boulders do you, Boulder opals do you think you bought? Uh, I don't know. Hundred thousand, two thousand.
1: 2,000? No. Uh, let's see. Probably, I don't know, 500 or so. Which is good because... A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because we... We buy all different qualities of boulder opal too. We put some in silver, some in simple gold pieces, and then some in really like high-end.
0: 18 carat, carat, super nice.
1: Yeah, super nice pieces. And then one of the most exciting things that we bought was a big black opal.
0: Yeah.
1: Big black opal. And your dad let me negotiate. I negotiated that deal.
0: Yeah, and so we'll post some pictures of that stone. It was a six carat.
1: Six something.
0: Six carat. Full multicolored, deep dark double sided, color, yeah. beautiful, beautiful opal. So we'll post some pictures so you can all take a look at it. Yeah, you can buy it if you like it. It's I still for sale.
1: So I negotiated a free gemstone into the into the purchase of that black opal.
0: <laughs> what did for you? Myself. What did you get?
1: <laughs> I got a chrysoprase
0: Okay, from yeah, Australia.
1: From Australia, it is. They wouldn't quite tell me where it was from, but they just said the middle of Australia. So
0: big place. It's a big place. It's a country. Yeah, and a continent. Uh,
1: yeah, and so it's gorgeous though. It kind of glows. It's so, it's probably one of the prettiest chrysoprases I've ever seen. Oh, that's okay.
0: okay. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so we'll actually post a picture of that Maybe tell me what
1: chrysoprase is. It's green and it's a a Cal Sydney. Yeah, it's a Cal It's a quartz
0: microcrystalline quartz.
1: Yes. So there you go. It's beautiful though. Okay. Really nice sheen luster. Ambiance and it's mine <laughs> negotiated into the price of the black opal. <laughs> All, right, All right, so, so, you, you want so to move on? now that we've kind of moved on from buying opal in Hong Kong, I think because it's the Christmas season, it would be a good idea to kind of tell people what to do when they go out to buy jewelry.
0: Yeah, so I think the most important thing is to ask a lot of questions, don't be afraid. No there are no stupid questions. Right. And so they just ask a lot of questions and don't be afraid to ask the wrong question because the more you ask the more informed you are and the better you're you're buying
1: prowess.
0: Well, buying prowess. And also, the I think it's its fun to buy. I think it's... it's well, we
1: enjoy it. We yeah. can certainly spend some money
0: buying it. <laughs> yeah, so, but no, but I think buying... Look, shopping for jewelry is a fun experience. And the more that you... Be. It should be. It yeah. should be fun. So try things on and ask questions and ask, where did this come from and how was it mined? And where did you get it? And tell me the story about buying it. And if the sales associate doesn't know, they'll find someone that does. So yeah. never be afraid to ask and for you buyers out there that are buying from wholesalers ask the same questions like Mm -hmm. you know that's that's what's so cool about our industry is that there is so many great stories out there and sometimes we don't know what to tell you and we don't want to bore you with stories that aren't interesting but
1: because we have a lot of stories
0: because we have lots of stories but if you want to know definitely ask um the other thing is definitely buy local yeah um i always encourage people to ask you know like I'm going to such and such a country or I'm going on a cruise or what's the best thing to buy there? And I usually say, "Look look at lots of things, but buy nothing. Go back and talk to your local jeweler because your local jeweler has a reputation that they have to maintain. On that cruise ship, you're just a number. You know, you can you can buy it and then leave, and it, they, don't have to, they don't have to maintain the jewelry afterwards. That's all up to your local jeweler. So your local jeweler can get you the same value, can get you the same merchandise, the same quality, if typically better. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looking for that long-term relationship. So that's something that I definitely encourage is always buy local. Your local jeweler can get anything for you. I mean, the world is a small place now. You can ship things from anywhere around the world. So okay. buy local. By enjoy the experience.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. it's
1: a lifetime of memories you're building.
0: So once you find a jewelry store that you can build a relationship with and enjoy the, you know, and, and a place that you find that you have a good experience, that you, when you walk in, you, you're you welcomed and mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you know, it, once you feel comfortable at a place and that's where you want to, you know. Spend... I always
1: enjoy the jewelry store that'll, you know, give you a glass of wine.
0: Or a coffee.
1: Or a coffee.
0: <laughs> Depending on the time of day. Yeah. <laughs> You know,
1: and some what, of that wine at nine a.m. is unacceptable, Jonathan. I bet they serve mimosas.
0: Yeah. Some places probably do, but you know, find a place that that's interested in 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 taking care of your needs and what you're interested in, and not just trying to sell you something. Um, and then once once that, don't be afraid to share your budget, whether it's super high and it's you know a hundred thousand or a million dollars, or wow. if it's only. A hundred or two hundred dollars. That's the great thing about jewelry is that there's fine, there's good quality jewelry in every price in every price range. price range, especially when it comes to color. And so, don't be afraid to share your budget and let them know, so that they're not guessing around what they the sales associate. Help, help the sales sales associate help you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It makes it a much more enjoyable experience,
0: experience for everybody.
1: For everybody. Yeah. As, yeah. You know, they're showing you things that you can afford versus things that are just way out of the budget or i had one as i did this i worked in a jewelry store and this gentleman came in and he was in a sweatshirt and ripped jeans and i was showing he wanted an engagement ring and i was showing him you know maybe five thousand something like that he goes well i can spend forty thousand dollars i was like well that's good to know so then
0: I <laughs> change change what we're looking at here yeah and dig yourself out of that hole yeah but. No, but it, and then, especially color. When it comes to buying color, is is you get a lot more. And so when it comes to color, you know you actually you get a lot more bang for your buck in color than you do in diamond. We all know that you know colored stones tend to be less expensive than mm. diamonds, um, but it, I think. The value is really important because these are super rare stones that we travel the world trying to find the very best ones, and mm-hmm. you know, and then you know, the jewelry stores do the same. They travel to all different jewelry shows all over the world and all over the country trying to find the very best values. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's that's something to think about in color is that it's so wide and spread out, which is why we started doing this podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're shopping for color, I think the number one factor is the color itself. Like, yeah.
1: If the color is pleasing to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, obviously intensity of color is important, but you know, sometimes those soft pastel colors are great too, especially depending on what you're trying to wear it and, for or with. And
1: and so many people think they have to stick to their birthstone, especially like when gift giving. So like, Oh, she was born in March. I should get her an aquamarine. You don't have to do that. No. Nope. What's it her, f- what's her favorite she color? Can't a Ruby because she was born in March. It never says that anywhere. Get her no. What? Get her what you like, or get her what she's asked for, or I mean, or get him what he likes. There's a lot of men's jewelry now. Yeah. Man brooches, tie tacks, watches, rings, rings, bracelets, earrings, whatever earrings. they want, whatever they want. Yeah, bedazzle your man for Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: I've bedazzled. Yes. <laughs> I've bedazzled Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan wears a bro brooch.
0: A bro broach? A bro broach. A bro brooch? broach? A bro broach. Yes. Bro 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 we could cut that. <laughs> I don't wear bro broaches.
1: <laughs> a bro-oach. Okay, fine. Jonathan wears, a, he has a couple different man brooches. Yeah?
0: Is that much, better? Much better. Okay.
1: <laughs> he has one that's a duck. But
0: that's what you man with your bro broach. <laughs>
1: Anyway, yes. Uh, as far as what type of jewelry you should get someone as a gift.
0: Yeah, I mean the women love rings because they get to look at them themselves. Yes. Men have a tendency to buy more pendants or necklaces and earrings because they like to look at them. Yeah, so it's kind of I didn't
1: never think of it like that, Jonathan.
0: Yeah, it's it's true though. Is that you know the more special events I see, the more I often I see that is that women come in w- either with their husband or significant other, or they come in on their own. They always tend to focus towards rings, whereas yeah. men always tend to focus more on. Pendants and earrings, yes. which is kind of interesting. And the one thing that I, I do find that's very interesting is everyone's always surprised by the price of earrings. They forget that there's two ears.
1: So they're double.
0: Yeah, it's not double it's not because typically double, an but... earring tends to be smaller than a pendant or a necklace. Mm-hmm. But keep that in mind when you go to buy earrings, expect to pay 20 to 50% more mm-hmm. than you would in a With necklace. A pendant, yeah. yeah, or a pendant. So do, do, do you think most consumers understand the difference between a necklace and a pendant? I mean that, I think that's a really common thing that we terms that we use in the industry. So let me clarify. So a pendant is a piece of jewelry that you put on a chain.
1: It moves on the chain. It
0: moves on the chain. Now when you put a pendant on a chain, you can call it a necklace. Yes. <laughs> or there is a necklace that is fixed or attached so that the pendant isn't removable, which then you just call it a necklace.
1: Yeah, you don't the the piece or whatever doesn't float on the chain correct it's fixed it's fixed on the chain or it's just a linked necklace like those big gorgeous sapphire lotus things we have
0: yeah yeah or like pearls is a good example of a fixed Mm -hmm. necklace of a necklace like pearls they're classic
1: yes that's a classic Christmas present. Absolutely, Everyone pearls. Everyone should have a, a strand of pearls. At least one. At least one.
0: Sometimes multiple. multiple you can have colors. pink and yep. white and black and yeah. pearl blue. earrings. I guess this isn't the pearl episode. No, it's we not. We <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, so then so then what are you wearing, wanting to wear it? What kind of design are you looking for? Um, but like we said, color is the most important. Secondary, I think is cut. I mm-hmm. think cut is very important. It makes the gem you know really sparkle or have life to it whereas Sinally. poor you know poor cutting is I think
1: very distracting
0: very distracting. And then lastly is clarity. Like clarity and is with not color,
1: it's not
0: it's not nearly as important. And it depends on that. the gemstone, is like gemstones like tourmaline. Tourmaline tends to have an emerald and mm-hmm. those tend to have a lot more going on inside. Yeah. So you don't need to worry about clarity nearly as much and unless it affects durability. Right. And sometimes and
1: if you're looking at like a four carat unheated sapphire. If you really want that unheated sapphire and you want a specific color, if it's got a little, you know, silk cloud going on in it, it's acceptable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then once you've kind of gone over the color, the cut, the clarity, and you've looked at design and you're thinking, do I want a more classic piece that I can wear forever? Or is this just a fun fashion piece? And
1: I think price point determines that too. Yeah, like of course. what price point you're looking at. Because lower price points you can tend to have, you can be a little more experimental in your jewelry have fun, that right. kind of stuff in the higher price point. We, as far as from a design standpoint, tend to stick pretty classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then much higher price points, but price point is all relative to.
1: Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. The buyer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I think something else that's important is care. Is this, you know, is this, what's the durability of the, the stone? Is this something that, you know, an opal ring is a terrible engagement ring? Yeah, I mean, don't th- do please that. don't have an opal as an engagement ring. It's, unless you plan on the opal itself isn't as important to you as the setting and you don't mind changing out the opal every few Two years. years. Um, so, so think about both durability of the stone and how much you're going to wear it and also how to take care of it. You know, how to, how, how, and ask the sales associate, associate, how often should I bring this back to get it checked on? You know, how, you know, how should I clean it at home? How do I take care of it? These are all really good questions to ask and understand. Yep and i think the last thing is is insurance is that you know fine jewelry should definitely be insured insured and whether you want to put it on your homeowner's policy or you want to have a separate policy i always recommend a separate policy that way if you do have a loss it doesn't affect your
1: homeowner's your, your insurance.
0: homeowner's insurance and that doesn't go up and vice versa
1: and a lot of your jewelry stores will have a company that they work through if you uh we like jeweler's mutual.
0: Yeah, jeweler's mutual is and great. And you can get
1: on their website and even apply for it yourself. yourself. You don't even need, yeah, you don't then need a jewelry store. you
0: do need an updated appraisal. I think they want an updated appraisal every 3 years. Mm-hmm. So that's something that your that your jewelry store. And again, that's why I say buy local is that, you know, if you buy it on a cruise ship and you get an appraisal from them, if they even offer that, how are they going to get you another one in three years? Yeah. You know, so you've got to rely on your local jeweler to take care of you and your jewelry and maintain it and insure it and all that kind of stuff, so.
1: All right. And and I think maybe the most important point is that you love it.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Going. I mean, that's ultimately I the mean, most you, important thing in all jewelry is that yeah. buy, buy pieces that you love.
1: Yeah. Yep. Because you're going to look at them for a long time.
0: <laughs> Hopefully.
1: Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. All right, well, that wraps up uh, our Welcome Back episode.
0: Yeah, and if you have any other questions about buying jewelry or what to buy or where to buy it or anything like that, we do have a store locator on our website. Yeah. that are all the jewelers that we've partnered with and we we think are good choices. Yeah,
1: you can get on parleygems.com and check out uh, where you can find our jewelry across the country yep. and the Caribbean. Yep. We do. And Canada. Canada yep. Mexico.
0: And There's Mexico. A few. Yeah. Really?
1: Look yeah. at us go. Yeah. We're yeah. getting big.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, enjoy the holiday season. Yeah. We will be back again we'll be next, back week. next week. Probably yeah. with
1: a gemstone.
0: Yeah, we'll go back to a gemstone.
1: What gemstone?
0: I don't know. Why don't you... Sh- why doesn't somebody shout out something that they'd like to hear about that we haven't talked about yet?
1: There's so many.
0: There is a lot.
1: Okay. All right, you guys. Well, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken.
0: And this is Jonathan.
1: And if you want to see what we do in our real life, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, Parlay Gems. Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye.